You are now Beyond the Ghetto. With your host, Stephen Emery, broadcasting from his Cody Strum Studios in the rainy city mainland, Vancouver, British Columbia. You are now Beyond the Ghetto. Hello there, welcome to the second uh, issue of Beyond the Ghetto, the sophomore show of Beyond the Ghetto. Um, it's a little bit of a cheat because I did do this show last summer. I've modified it a bit for this podcast. And it has been broadcast on radiogay.ca, which I consider sort of my parent uh, broadcaster. And then they've graciously said, well, go ahead, podcast your shows too. And, you know, put some of the, old, uh, the older shows that you've done on. And so that's, that's what this show will be. There will be some new shows coming up, too. But for you, this is a new show because I think a lot of these shows are, are timeless. Um, I hope you had a chance to tune in to my uh, Tour of Japan show, which was my uh, pilot show. And even some of those recordings were done quite a long time ago, and people have commented on that. But uh, I think, again, a lot of the issues that were talked about about gay Japan are very relevant to five years later. Um, you know, and uh, this show is kind of fun. It's a parody show with hopefully some deeper undercurrents if you listen closely to them. Or maybe we didn't do the job and it's too frivolous for that. What I'm going to say here is that uh, this show that's coming up is our tour of uh, gay porn shops, both within the ghetto of uh, Vancouver and in the suburbs. And yeah, it's campy. Yeah, it's a little bit of tee-hee-hee parody about pornography, you know, kind of those aspects thrown in. But I think you'll, if you listen closely, you'll hear that there's sort of an undercurrent of deeper social commentary. Here's what I was trying to do. What I was trying to do is, the idea is, well, you know, we have made great strides as gay and lesbian people um, to have gay marriage, to have the romantic aspect, the deeper... Um, emotional aspect and I, and I do believe it's deeper um, <laughs> and I mean that in a metaphysical spiritual sense and deeper can mean other things of course but I mean it I mean that aspect of our romantic uh, emotional commitment part of being gay and lesbian has been recognized in Canada in the last year and that part has to do with the sacrament of marriage maybe not a sacrament in city hall but uh, the commitment ceremony of marriage. Whatever marriage means to you, we have it now, which means that romantically, basically in Canada, gays and lesbians are considered equal to uh, heterosexuals. And most Canadians agree with that. I don't care. And this is going to be a, a show that's coming up pretty soon. I don't personally care that Stephen Harper may try to change that or some of his cronies may try to reverse that. I don't think in the Canadian public mind they're really going to succeed. If they do, I'll be really shocked because, you know, the polls and the people, basically Canada is ready to recognize gays and lesbians as equally capable of emotional, uh, sensual, and um, uh, commitment, um, social commitment through marriage. However, are Canadians ready to recognize the more sexual aspects of gay and lesbian uh, reality and identity, some of us more than others? of sex. S-E-X, the sex part of sexuality. 
We've got the emotional equality, but are we on equal footing, even in areas that are still sort of closed off to the rest of the general society, such as a porn shop, as heterosexuals? That was the spark of the idea of this show. So does it, that means that is gay pornography that is becoming available in these suburban uh, stores equally respected and accessible as heterosexual porn that dominates most of these suburban porn shops? Or do we still have to keep going into the village to feel comfortable and accepted about those of us who want to consume adult erotica? So, you know, there, there are stores all over Vancouver who, that are basically have been traditionally marketing to a heterosexual clientele. And now they see the bucks and the money in marketing to a more out, uh, much less closeted gay clientele. And let's face it, uh, for a lot of gay people, um, being more open about sexuality sometimes than heterosexuals, although in the younger generation, in the 20-something generation, I would say that that's equalizing or has equalized already. Um, Basically, can a gay person, and we focused on a gay man in this case, or a lesbian person, or a bisexual person, go out and peruse gay pornography in the back of the 18 and older section, along with the heterosexual men, and feel comfortable doing so in the suburbs as equally as they would. Also, there's other issues. Uh, What are some of those stores in the suburbs doing to make gays and lesbians comfortable perusing the porn? Do they have a better selection? So that is basically what this show's done, but we decided to do it in a fun way, and you can decide whether the camp and the fun took away from the basically deeper, serious purpose that I just uh, explained right here. I'm talking a lot more than I usually do. One thing I'd like to say is you can also just use this show if you're an adult uh, of age to consume pornography in Canada that's 18 and over to, and you're in the Vancouver area to just find out where uh, on a marketing scale there might be a good selection of pornography. Um, This show does have that element and our marketing professor, Stephen, is in there giving his professional assessment. However, if you're, if you're not of age, and, uh, you know, that's up to you about whether you want to watch or view pornography or not. You know, I'm not your parent. But, um, and, uh, and I think uh, how old a person should be is a question of maturity. I was quite young, but I don't think I was mature enough to handle some of the stuff that I snuck away from my father. Heterosexual stuff, penthouse stuff. You know, whether if you're a youth and you're also coming out and you're thinking, oh, where's a place where I can find out if I'm gay or figure out my sexual orientation or find gay porn? Um, You know, that's your decision. But what I do want to say is that don't misuse these locations. Don't go and illegally buy gay porn when you're underage in any of the locations I mentioned because you'll get the gay and lesbian businesses and the straight businesses which provide a service to adults I believe it's a valuable service and you'll get them closed down and I think I'm asking and I'm entreating your adolescent maturity if you are a young person who's who's just access to this show not that I'm not that I'm promoting this show to younger people but it's there's no sort of like adult category on iTunes right now so um, if a younger person listening to the show then please have the respect and courtesy for your older culture for your for your your wider community not to go in and illegally try to purchase this stuff or lie about your age or use fake ID and get one of these businesses shut down. Please don't do that. You know, 
I respect that you have the maturity to decide whether you want to look at pornography or not. Please have the equal maturity to respect that there are certain laws. Whether you agree with them or not, that's a whole subject of a different show. You know, you can go out and lobby for the laws to be changed, but don't go and break them and put the rest of us in trouble. Thank you very much. So that's my disclaimer about that. Um, oh, and to you ultra-conservative people who are saying, oh, this show might might uh, promote, promote pornography and, and kids might get a hold of it and listen to it. Well, all I can say is just rewind this iPod broadcast a few minutes and just listen to the disclaimer and the way that I was talking to maybe an adolescent who might have tuned in. I don't know who's tuning into this show. Probably not adolescents, but you never know. And listen to what I said and take that as, you know, a sort of way that you can talk to your kid about their sexuality. And if you're not willing to talk to your kid, your adolescent kid, about their sexuality in that kind of way, then I submit to you that maybe I'm doing a better job as a quote-unquote parent in that last segment than you are in your current job as a parent. Thank you very much. You know, accept that criticism as constructive and start talking to your kid about how to make responsible choices other than blaming gays and lesbians for trying to corrupt your kid and tell them where the pornography is. Okay. Um, that's not fair. And, uh, you know, get over it. So let's, and now all the lecturing and blah, blah, blah has stopped. That's part of my personality. If you like my pers- my podcast, The Cody Rant, that was it. For this show, you will be exposed to some of that more. But now it's time to have a little bit of fun and go beyond the ghetto and find out whether the porn is hot or not with your host Stephen Emery and my special guest host Ron Kearse. Ron is also the co-founder uh, of this show and he'll be back on as a co-host. He's really busy with his uh, job right now. So here we go, Beyond the Ghetto. RadioGay.ca RadioGay.ca It's a revolution! RadioGay.ca Get down on your knees and show some appreciation. Your knee pads are more than a fashion accessory. RadioGay.ca We enlisted the help of Professor Stephen Cates, and uh, what we asked him to do was go into the West End, which here in Vancouver is the gay ghetto, and look for porn. And what we got him to go to three different places to look what what the selection was and how he felt about renting porn in the West End. Then we took him out of the West End into Vancouver's East End, and then took him further east into Burnaby. And in each case, we wanted to get his opinion on how he felt and uh, what the selection was and 
Here's the interview. So you've never, uh, you've never, to your knowledge, uh, bought porn or rented porn before? This is a new experience for you? Yeah, it's new. I might have purchased it once, or maybe a friend gave it to me because he didn't want it anymore. Okay. Do you have any? Do you have any uh, trepid needs? trepidations about going to rent this stuff or at all? Um, I might feel a little nervous in uh, the non-gay area, okay. wondering how uh, staff will treat me and whether I'll feel embarrassed. But um, I don't expect any uh, anything disastrous to occur. Okay, we'll find out. So our first stop was Roger's video on Davey and Broughton. You're now entering the adult selection area. There's nobody here. Seven-day rentals. Motel sex. Now you're saying it was hard Mavericks to Mavericks, too. Big guys, there's a big guy. But all the rest are skinny. Well, that's what I mean. You might have one. Oh, look over here. Monsters and size queens. What's this? Big men at play by Deviant Obsessions. At Little Sisters on Davy, before we drifted into the video section of Little Sisters, we were distracted by the magazine section. We're now taping, um, we're now going into Little Sisters, and they have a used book sale, an XXX DVD nineteen ninety five sale. Okay. So this is the entrance to the porn area. Lots of. Uh, and there's just the three of us here. Much more differentiated by demographic. And it's okay. easier to see the differences among them. Look, we have freshmen for young, more boy next doors. Boy next doors. We have torso, which I imagine is, at least for this week, um, uh, marketed toward women or men who like um, African Americans. And then here's something interesting we have um, inches. The hairy man. Yeah. Muscle hunks, massive meat. Here we have every demographic and every taste represented, and it's easier to see the differences among them. Much more easy than the um, than the films. Okay, maybe not every. We have Latin, Latin inches, black inches. So this is obviously a brand that's diversified, done brand extensions into um, types of gay men's taste. It's interesting. I don't see Chinese or Asian men uh, represented no. here. And Why is that? Vancouver. I don't know. I've wondered that for a while. Well, that's an interesting omission. It's flat. They're called flats. And Are these rentals as well? Yeah, yeah. they're DVD rentals, so they, yeah. they actually come as the package itself. You know, same problem as before. Same kind of product, same kind of uh, men. Nothing Hairless, else. young, muscular, very little diversity among them. Um, we do see some representation by maybe Latino men. Any, anything you like? Um, even catches your eye for a second. Here, uh, Anal Antics 3. What caught your eye about that? It was right in front of me. Then we hit the new kid in the Davy Village block, pre-app, with all kinds of wares for sale. Okay, we're entering pre-app now. New, new store back How long has this been open now? Not long from the smell of it. So here's, here's the 
there's a few more uh, there. <laughs> Colt men. Cold so we have... Um, <laughs> like a whole series, eh? Then you have the Colt. Leathers. This is rather nice. It's a little bit different from what we've seen before. Which, which is that? What didn't you see before? Um, body type represented. Yeah. Age demographic a bit older. Yeah. Fat. Oh, Daddy, the magazine. Okay. We're looking for the fun selection. Okay, so, so this catalog they anticipate. Almost, this catalog is almost all men of color. Or there's a lot in there. But again, similar body types, slim, muscular. Okay, this is a rather small selection. Yeah, it is. And what's interesting is here's the computer where you can. Oh, you can um, yeah, find their. Okay, with themes. Adventures, anal, oral sex, anthology, Arabs, Asians. Well, that was helpful. Somebody came up and offered to help us. Yeah, that was helpful. I find that this takes a little bit too long to, to load. So you're seeing a, a blank screen for too long. But you can get this That's one. all right. Oh, you can pay by Visa, MasterCard, American Express, or en route. And I, I find it rather boring, to be quite honest. Oh, Sex Psycho. Sex Psycho. <laughs> it's a bit of a plot into these things. A mind is a terrible thing to waste unless it's like having insane sex. Okay. <laughs> what were your impressions of the uh, stories we just went to? They're nice to set up. Uh, the uh, adult section was nicely integrated into the rest of the retail format at pre-app. Um, the staff were nice and polite in the pre-app. They knew what we were looking for <laughs> and referred us there uh, pretty quickly and uh, with good humor. I'm not a big porn consumer, so I wasn't overly involved in the actual retail experience. But most of the, I don't know what the retailers can do with the product, having packaging that is very, very similar, and probably themes and demographics that are uh, very similar. I mean, the only kind of difference we saw was in Little Sisters, I believe, where we saw a broad demographic of uh, tastes being uh, displayed in, among their magazines. Um, there's nothing too interesting or inventive being done there, however, from just, uh, if you want, a marketing perspective. It's, uh, it's pretty typical, I'd say. One innovative thing that I will remark on is pre-app's inclusion of a computer uh, on which you could uh, look up uh, anything you didn't see represented am among their uh, merchandise up front. Next, in the context of our show, we went beyond the ghetto all the way to Tom's video at Renfrew Station. They boast the biggest porn selection and the biggest video store in Vancouver. Tom's video at Rancher Station. It's the largest selection available. Okay, what else? Seems, oh, and there seems to be an extensive selection here. Should you take this thing up to the front and and ask for the film? You just um. Yeah, you just take those up. to the front. Yeah, to the front. Oh. So what did you think? I didn't like that place at all. Why First not? of all, it smelled. What, what do you mean it smelled? I don't know. It smelled of something I didn't like. Okay. The um, adult section, that is. It's hard to find things. There doesn't seem to be a lot of diversity. I don't like leafing through them. I like them when they're all displayed on the shelf. But there are too many of them to put on the shelf. Um, uh -huh. 
I didn't think there were about 140 different titles there in the rent room. Yeah. And that's not yeah. really released. I found it difficult to look through all the straight and bisexual stuff to find like the three gay titles that were, were in new releases. Uh, what did you think about uh, just, uh, just being the atmosphere? Well, I mean, um, nobody was friendly or unfriendly. Um, I didn't like staying in there because it smelled. Of all the places we've been to, I don't think I felt quite comfortable there. Why not? Well, I'm a neophyte. I don't know much about the product category. Uh, it's hard to find the stuff. I don't know if I would have felt comfortable to ask for particular titles, like massive dicks or... So do you think by it's harder that you have to search around more increases your discomfort level as a new rental video person? Uh, it, yes, that could be true. And also it's just um, more difficult to find stuff. Everybody, everybody, everybody living now. Everybody, everybody, everybody fucks. Last but certainly not least, we went to Hastings at Willingdon, uh, just west of that on the north side of Hastings Street, and we went into the Excitement Adults Only video store there and were quite pleasantly surprised. Hardcore bisexual antics. <laughs> she male. Lesbians. Oh, gay and lesbian, bisexual. bisexual. The gay section does not seem all that large. Transsexual. Okay, almost woman. <laughs> More than a girl. Look at all. Featuring these. Lisa. Okay. She male. We seem to have more um, racial diversity and ethnic yeah. diversity here. Okay. There's even a lesbian section, which is barely legal boys. Rough Love, sort of a light S&M, Bareback Boys Club. Well, there seems to be a... Um, oh, yeah, let's see. Let's see. These are, this is new. Yeah. Not an old video. 100%. Just check the date. Mm. This does not look like 1970s pre-AIDS porn. No, it doesn't. No. And these are bareback. You can see the pictures. There's no condom in that. Yeah. That's a distressing... It's a distressing trend. Scale-busting bimbos. Oh, huge breasts. <laughs> okay, specialty meaning large breasts, obviously. Mixed feelings. Like, I think it's fine that they're showing big women. But Fat I think the sex way in the city. Them, I don't know. Scale-busting bimbos is not exactly complimentary. <laughs> well, yeah, that was a much better experience. Um, I didn't really feel motivated to rent any films. You know, but um, they were friendly as we went out and gave us the information and very offhand about it. So, um, nice diversity, a huge selection of all sorts of different lifestyles and interests. Yes. So you'd rate this one much better than Tom's? Yeah. I would even say it's probably um, superior to some of the ones we saw in the ghetto as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Just if you're looking for uh, pornography. So the verdict is out. The straight porn shops in North Burnaby has it all and a nice display. But Stephen was impressed with pre-app if you want to buy in the ghetto. Tom's, wide selection but poorly organized and you are on your own. Little Sisters, kind of standard porn selection but we loved your magazines, honey. 
Unfortunately though, the range of selection of porn in the Davie village was way more limited than the selection of not only gay but lesbian, bi and transgender porn, not to mention every conceivable form of straight porn in the North Burnaby Excitement Video Store in the Burbs on East Hastings near Boundary. So, if you want to find the best porn in the city, you have to go beyond the ghetto. One must give up a little part of oneself. And that was our installment of Beyond the Ghetto, our sophomore podcast, number two, I believe that is. Um, I don't know my Greek, I'm just kidding. But uh, I hope you had as much fun listening to that as we did making it uh, six months ago last summer. And um, next time you come to Vancouver, uh, from a consumer point of view, we have analyzed it. And I hope you caught some of the the deeper stuff in there. If not, it's campy and fun. And uh, sometimes this show gets serious and sometimes this show is fun. So I would like to thank my friends, uh, Professor Steven, with his marketing expertise in there. Uh, and cultural analysis. I would like to thank uh, Ron Firecrow Kears for helping me with uh, with the show and uh, for helping and, and uh, my co-producer uh, for this show and also co-founder of this show. Um, and uh, you can uh, email me at btg at radiogay.ca or uh, beyondtheghetto at shaw.ca. You can also check out the show notes um, and uh, leave any comments at uh, http slash slash beyondtheghetto.livejournal.com There's no www in that. So that is beyondtheghetto, all one word, dot livejournal.com And I would like to thank our media for once again hosting this show. I also want to mention radiogay.ca where you'll get a lot of great internet radio programming broadcasted internationally from here in British Columbia. British Columbia's uh, only, as far as I know, uh, gay, lesbian, bisexual, trans uh, broadcasting station. Also, I want to plug a podcast that I came across and I really enjoy. It's an Asian-American gay show called Online. O-N-G, I believe, uh, I forget uh, its first name, um, but uh, Mr. Ong there and his friends are absolutely wonderful and marvelous. I'm being educated as a ricer, meaning a, a, a white guy who's uh, mainly attracted uh, these days to uh, Asian men, uh, especially about their spirituality and their culture and ethics, all the many different wonderful cultures that come from Asia. And it's just an incredibly fun show, so check it out. And don't forget to tune in to RadioGay.ca as well, and I hope to see you soon. So, again, take care, consume well, and be safe, and have a great time out there beyond the ghetto. (laughs) 